The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. I am your host, Santino Cocon, and this is your Saturday, May 15th edition. We have just today and tomorrow left of the regular season for the of the NBA. Uh, it's a good time here. We have a six five-game slate and then a showdown slate in the evening today, and then every team plays tomorrow. So every game on this docket and every team on this docket today, all uh, 12 teams are on the front end of a back-to-back because every single team in the league plays on Sunday. Um, before we get into it, I do want to give a shout out over to our guys at my bookie, simply the best sports book around. It has a fully fledged casino platform with live dealing. Uh, also all the arcade games you want, uh, et cetera, et cetera, all the table games, uh, any sports bet you can think of. And tonight we have a big UFC matchup along with the, uh, five early games and one late game, which is a potential playoff first round preview in the heat and bucks um we'll get to that soon but if you want to uh when you're signing up if you want to match your first deposit up halfway up to a thousand bucks just enter the promo code hoopball that's h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l and again you get your first deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks so if you put in 500 you get an extra 250 to play with all right, let's just jump right into this slate. I'm riding solo today. Tomorrow, you will be introduced to a new um, podcast guy with us. Um, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but he'll be on with Mike, and you're going to love this guy. He has podcasting experience. He's done DFS for a while, but I'll let him tell you all about it. Uh, but yes, let's jump into the first game First game of the docket. So on the main slate here, we have three games at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and two games at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Later, we'll have the showdown, and that's all the way at 8. Um, but I'm recording this one bright and early in the morning. Uh, we don't have any news yet on the day. I expect it to come, but right now we have some injury reports from last night and some some stuff to look over. Uh, the first game on the docket is the Chicago Bulls at the Brooklyn Nets. And last night, the Wizards won, so the Bulls are officially eliminated from playoff contention. And as far as the Nets, they should have James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving all in this game together for just the eighth time this season. Uh, So some big big news to siphon through over there. Uh, But for the injury report, we have Troy Brown Jr., Daniel Tice out for the Bulls, and Tomas Sadoransky questionable. For the Nets, we have Spencer Dinwiddie, Chris Gioza, both out. Joe Harris, questionable. And Bruce Brown, available. On the spread, uh, even though it's the the day of, it's bright and early in the morning, so we don't have many spreads. We still only have two as of right now. But I will start with the, uh, and this is not one of them, uh, but I'm going to start with the Bulls on this one, who are the away team. And again, this is uh, knowing that they just got knocked out of the playoffs, Things may change a little bit here. Um, they 
don't have to go all in. They don't have to play Levine and, and Vooch uh, a ton of minutes in this one, but we'll see exactly what happens. Uh, with that said, if I don't hear any concrete uh, news on that, I don't mind going to Vooch. He's one of the, as of this moment and, and recording the podcast, he's one of the safer pay-up options for me. Uh, Everybody on LA is questionable pretty much outside LeBron's probable. And then you got a bunch of other other guys that may or may not play. Uh, so don't mind going up to Vooch. This is a very good matchup for him as well. But again, keep an eye out on the news as it comes in uh, to see if Billy Donovan's going to uh, start playing some other guys and, and go from there because they are now officially eliminated from playoff contention. Outside of Vooch, I don't mind Kobe White. I think he, he gets minutes regardless. Uh, I mean, this is a young kid, just his second season. Uh, he's playing a little bit better lately, and I think, or this is a good matchup. He played 42 minutes in the last one, 37 in, in the one before that. And even if they are doing a sort of youth movement, or not necessarily youth movement, because Levine and Vooch are going to be mainstays on this in this lineup, uh, but just getting people some more reps at different spots heading into next season. I don't think it should affect Kobe too, too much because he is still a young guy there. Uh, and he hasn't really battled many major injuries this year. Outside of those two that I don't mind going, uh, Laurie Markkinen with Daniel Tice out again. We know Thad Young is getting the starts, but uh, with everything I was just mentioning, Markkinen is a free agent to be. Maybe this is their last two chances to decide exactly what they want to do with them. Uh, Billy Donovan said he kind of likes them, so we'll see exactly what that means. But uh, this is their last chance to get a couple looks at him before they have to make a decision on if they are going to keep him in the summer and, and moving forward. So I expect him to play a pretty good amount. And at 3,800 in this matchup, I like that. He played 25 minutes in the last one. I can see that even going up more now that they're officially eliminated just to see that last ditch effort um and if he's going to play 33 minutes at or, or so or 30 minutes or so and at 3800 that's just a bargain bin price that i i absolutely love uh under 4k for a guy that should play more minutes in, a, in an up-tempo matchup here all right um but that's it for the bulls i'm not too sure exactly what they're going to do but uh, those are the guys i'm keeping an eye out for at the moment on the Brooklyn side, I mentioned it a couple minutes ago, Harden, Durant, and Kyrie are playing together in this game for what feels like forever. Just the eighth time on the season that all three of these guys are going to play in the same game. Uh, that said, great matchup. Bulls, uh, you can expose the Bulls, but um, the Bulls might not be playing their hardest. They're out of playoff contention right now. So we'll have to see about that. Uh, again, these guys <laughs> can't really call them rusty because once they miss, they miss a ton of time. Look at James Harden, missed a ton of time, came back after a month, put up 18, 11, and 7. KD missed a lot of time, came back, dropped over 50 fantasy points as well. Kyrie misses here and there, comes back. Like These guys are just, we know how talented these guys are. They are the best of the best. Uh, and... Even off time, it doesn't matter. Uh, they're probably going to be trying to gel, seeing how they gel together going into the playoffs. Uh, so they might be deferring a little bit more. I can see James Harden deferring to Kyrie, deferring to Durant, uh, playing more point guard role than in ISO just to get a feel for how it's going to look in the first round. Um, and maybe they don't all play 30 minutes because 
the Bulls might not go hard. Uh, the the Nets are still in a battle for the two or three seed, but I think it's more important for them, not whether not whether they get the two or three seed, but to be able to play at their peak level together, these three guys together going into the playoffs and where they are seeded. Uh, because if they're playing at their peak level together, it doesn't matter really what seed they are. They are going to be a tough out for everybody. Uh, that said, this first game back for all three of these guys playing together for in months, I'm not going to go to either any of them. Um, that at almost 11K for Harden, I'm going to pass that up. 10K for Durant. Uh, he would be the one guy out of the three that I would look to if if I have to go this way. Um, if news breaks and, and forces me this way, I'll, I'll go to Durant. Uh, but those are three high price tags for guys that just haven't played together pretty much all season. Uh, so I'm going to leave it at that for now and, and see exactly what the Bulls do. And especially if the Bulls say, yeah, we're going to limit everybody's minutes, uh, then these guys are going to play together and they're I feel safer going with some some other options uh, on that spend up guy uh, mode, but um, Nick Claxton to me is the guy that I really want to target in this matchup. Uh, he's played twenty three minutes in back to back games. He should play another twenty something minutes in this game. And at thirty three hundred, he is a very good value. Uh, he realistically, without um, Aldridge on the team anymore, he is their best center. <clears throat> I know he's not seeing a substantial amount of minutes. <clears throat> because they do have Blake Griffin. Um, they do have Elise Johnson's playing pretty well. They still have uh, <clears throat> DeAndre Jordan. But this is a a very solid... Um, Nick Claxton's a very solid guy here. And uh, I, I think that if he sees another 20 minutes or so, then that... that bring back value here in a very in a solid matchup especially seeing that they could probably be playing a lot of backups uh, against Chicago now that they're eliminated as well so he's the one guy I'm really looking at at this lineup and then depending on how news breaks maybe I'll throw in Durant there or um, if I'm playing a couple lineups I'll throw some uh, pivots to Durant because I, I expect the Nets not to have loaded ownership because all three of them are playing uh, it separates you from the pack a little bit there all right, and the next game, we have the Los Angeles Lakers at the Indiana Pacers. Uh, we do not have a spread for this one as well, but we do have a laundry list of an injury report for both teams. On the Lakers, we have Jared Dudley as out, and then pretty much everybody else is questionable, though. Uh, Alex Caruso, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Alfonso McKinney, Dennis Schroeder, all questionable. And then we have Marcus Gasol and Kyle Kuzma as probable. On the Pacers side of the ball, we have Jeremy Lamb, Malcolm Brogdon, Edmund Sumner, uh, Miles Turner, TJ Warren all out. And then we have Aaron Holiday, Karis LeVert, and DeMontis Sabonis as questionable. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> it's a tough one to read right now with everybody pretty much up in the air if that has a pulse on, on both teams. Um, I expect LeBron to play. Anthony Davis is Toss up to me. I'm not sure if he plays. Dennis Schroeder is cleared and can play, but Frank Vogel said he he's not sure if he will. And even if he does, he missed so much time with in protocols. I don't know how much he actually does play, so I'm not. I don't feel comfortable with him. Kyle Kuzma's probable, but if AD and LeBron both play, uh, can't can't really go there. 
So Alex Caruso is questionable. If he doesn't play, I like Taylor Horton Tucker. If he does play, probably won't have much ownership of either. Um, still more so Tucker. With I'd rather spend three hundred dollars up. Uh, but it's really hard to peg both these teams right now with the entire like everybody uh, questionable or out. Uh, but I do like Andre Drummond. He's the one guy that's neither that has been playing really well lately, uh, starting to pick up steam the last couple games. He has double-digit rebounds in three straight games, nine before that, uh, 16 or more points in back-to-back games. He has over 85 fantasy points in the in the last two games. So he's looking pretty good. He's starting to, starting to get a little bit more comfortable. Now LeBron's back. AD might not be might not be here um the entire front court of indiana if sabonis doesn't play is just easy pickings for him so right now uh andre drummond looks awesome to me at 6600 and then um if one of lebron lebron or ad do sit because this is the front end of a back-to-back and both these guys are ad's always on and off the injury report lebron's just coming back Uh, if one of them does sit i i'll lean to the other guy and get some exposure there uh but Indiana might not have anybody playing either, and even though the Lakers want to win this game, they might not have to go all out to beat whatever Indiana has um, out there, the, the, what they're throwing out there. Again, the, a lot of this this slate is going to be dependent on who's actually in and who is out, and especially this game with everybody listed questionable or out. Um, but I would lean LeBron. LeBron's a solid guy, or AD if they're playing. I'm just not sure if uh, the AD plays. I think he's less likely to play than LeBron. They're, they're definitely not going to play both ends of the back-to-back, so uh, that's what I would think, um, even though they need to win this game. But if Indy is loaded on the injury report, if Sabonis doesn't play, they don't need to play uh, both of these guys today. So keep that in mind. But Drummond looks really good to me. Taylor Horton Tucker is intriguing, depending on uh, Caruso. He gets more intriguing. Um, and then LeBron or AD, I don't mind if, if one of them, if, it, if it's just one of them. On the other side of the ball, yeah, we have Brogdon already out. We know Turner's out. Uh, and then we have Sabonis and Levert as questionable, among other people that are also out. So another hard game to really, or hard team to really uh, peg here. Sabonis left Thursday's game early with a knee injury. So I don't know what that means for his availability here. Uh, if he does play and Levert sits or, or whatever, even if Levert plays, there's really not much in the way of massive usage for Sabonis here. So I do prefer him uh, over some of the other 10K guys that we do have. But again, I I don't know if he plays. Um, This team is, they could get to the eight seed. They could drop to the 10 seed, uh, but they just need to be healthy going into the playoffs to even have a chance to win a playing game. So we'll see about that. Uh, And him leaving early in the last game, just two days ago, uh, less than two days ago, because uh, this is an early Saturday game, and they played a late late on Thursday. Uh, doesn't bode well for his availability, but we'll see. Uh, Levert, I don't really want to play him, even if he does play. Uh, I mean, if Sabonis is out and everybody else is out, then yeah, his his floor is pretty relatively safe here, and then I'll have uh, another ownership there. But still, eight nines high price, so I don't want to go there if I don't have to. Uh, the guys I do like on this team are. Brissett, because we're looking at possibly no Sabonis again, and there's no Turner. I mean, this this guy can play pretty pretty well when he gets a ton of minutes, and there's nobody else there. Uh, and only 5,600 can look his way. I like McConnell. There already is no Brogdon. There may be no Levert, 
there may be no Sabonis. Somebody's going to have to handle the ball. Somebody's going to have to uh, run the offense. And, and he, we know when he gets that opportunity, he does pretty well. He he had uh, 45 minutes in the last game, and he put up 44 fantasy points. So depending on the injury report, we can look at him at 6'6". It's a little pricey for him, but there might not be any other option in the backcourt. Uh, and Sumner's also out, and Aaron Holiday is questionable. So um, <laughs> they're just running on fumes, possibly. And then I, I like Goga. Uh, if, if Sabonis misses, uh, I, I've always wanted to play Goga a lot when Sabonis was out and Turner was out, but he just was out himself, and that opened up things for Brissett. But if Sabonis misses, you could play both these guys. Uh, they'll both probably be in the starting lineup. Um, Goga played 24 minutes in the last one when Sabonis left early, and he put up a nice 24-and-a-half-point return. Uh, if Sabonis is out again, we can see possibly 30-plus minutes out of him. And at 3,400, a very good option here. Um, and that's something that we're gonna I'm going to keep repeating. There are a lot of value on this slate. Uh, the spend-up guys are a little risky here because it is the last two games, the last two days of the season. Uh, either this is everybody's second-to-last game. Most people, pretty much every... Um, every playoff spot is already guaranteed for these teams. Now it's just a matter of where they're seated. And um, everybody outside of the Lakers and Blazers have either a top six seed or the play-in game to, to play in. So we already know where most of these teams are going to be, um, which side of the bracket they're going to be on. We just need to know where they're exactly seated. Uh, and that all that said... A lot of these big guys could rest or get limited minutes, uh, and we'll see that in a couple games where most of the teams are not playing uh, anybody. But we'll get to the next game, and that is the last game at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is the Charlotte Hornets at the New York Knicks. Um, <clears throat> we do have a spread for this one. This is one of two. The only other spread we have is that late game. Uh, but we have a 212 total game total, and the Knicks are six-point home favorites here. Uh, on the injury report, we have for the Hornets, uh, Miles Bridges, Gordon Hayward, and Cody Martin all out. And on the Knicks, Mitch Robb is out, and Derrick Rose is questionable. We'll start with the Hornets because they are the away team. Um, mentioned Miles Bridges as being out on the official injury report, but he's been in health and safety protocols for uh, – about nearly two weeks now. So he's getting closer and closer at this. As of this recording, he has not been cleared. He, he's not in the lineup yet, but it's definitely getting closer and he might be back uh, later today. They might say he's, he's in or tomorrow uh, before the season ends. I, I would expect because he's getting very, very close to being, to being back. So keep an eye on that. If he does join, that changes things up a little bit, but as of right now, he is not, cleared so we're gonna act like he's not in um and for the hornets the the knicks both these teams want to win uh, as i mentioned everybody knows that they're in the playoffs right now the knicks are a top six seed but you don't want to be the sixth seed where they are right now that ensures that they have to play either the nets or the bucks in round one and julius randall said himself that he wants to play the hawks and i don't blame him i want to if i'm the knicks or the heat or the hawks i want a four and five seed to get matched up with one of each other. I don't want to play the Nets or the Bucks on the first round of the playoffs. I'd rather try and get a W and then have to go against those guys. Uh, so the Knicks are going to be playing here. They're going to want to win. They're tied with the Heat right now, and they're half a game behind the Hawks. Um, and <clears throat> um, but we'll start with the Hawks. 
Uh, the only the the one guy with everybody out right now, or the people that are out right now that I I do like is Terry Rozier, seventy six hundred. Finally, um, he been he's a guy that's been over eight K or or high seven Ks for for a lot a lot of the season. Last game he was seven seven. He dropped from uh, the previous three games where he was over eight K. He only shot three of thirteen in the last game, uh, but he's been pretty good. And against the Knicks, he's averaging 34 fantasy points in two games, uh, 12 of 25 shooting. <clears throat> Only 25 shots in two games in, in 36 minutes during those two games, or 36 minutes average. He takes more shots than that normally. So I expect uh, about 30 shots, or not 30 shots, uh, uh, about 15 to 25 shots in this game, 25 being the super high end. But 15 should be the bar, or should be the the bar in this game, uh, especially now that there's no Hayward still and there's no Bridges currently. Uh, there's no Martin, and at 7600, he can bring back value in here, uh, especially if Derrick Rose is out and they have to play more Alfred Payton. But that's about it for who I like on the ha- um, the Hornets. Uh, it's just not a great matchup, and they haven't been playing great lately they've been playing very underwhelming and they've given the pacers and wizards both chances to leapfrog them and take that eighth spot uh which ensures them having to win one of two games and host the second game if they lose that first game to the celtics on the Knicks side of the ball there are some people that i do like uh julius randall doesn't have the greatest ceiling right now but if uh, bridges is out again makes his matchup a little bit better it's already a solid matchup, but it makes it a little bit better. And I wouldn't mind going there for 9-7. Uh, we do have a lot of high-priced guys and a lot of guys that I I would rather have if the circumstances are right than Randall. But as of right now, with all the question marks in, in, on the Lakers, the Pacers, uh, the Nets, Bulls, like the, the most of the teams that I just mentioned already, I don't mind going to Randall at the moment as a backup plan. Uh, he'll be in my player pool currently, depending on what news comes out. Uh, later in the day before all these games start. Outside of that, Derrick Rose, I do like him if he plays. He's been on fire, especially the last two games, over 95 fantasy points combined in the last two games, playing a ton of minutes. If he does play, I expect him to play a lot of minutes again. They need this game. Uh, they, they Again, they don't want to be the sixth seed. They don't want to have to go against, have a great season and then go against the Bucks or Nets in the first round. Um, so if Derrick Rose plays, he will be in my player pool. Very good matchup, up-tempo matchup, fits his style really well, and I'll like him there. If he doesn't play, then it gets a little um, interesting. Uh, we'll see exactly what they do at the point guard spot. Alfred Payton might get some more minutes, but I'm, I'm just not interested in him. I'm hoping it goes mainly too quickly in Burks, and those are the two people that I want to target. Uh, we'll see who actually gets the starting nod there, but those are the guys that I'm, I'm looking forward to taking advantage of if Rose does sit. Uh, both of them are under 4K. Both of them are very solid point-per-minute guys. Uh, Burks is coming off a monster re- return game after about a week off. <laughs> he put up 30 points and 10 rebounds and 50 fantasy points on 11 of 20 shooting. And quickly, we know what he can do. He's he's lightning uh, in a bottle here. He's, he scores very quickly, uh, no pun intended, and he shoots a lot. So, uh we're hoping that these two guys get the bulk of the minutes left behind uh, by Rose. I know Peyton's going to sneak in there a little bit, but I'm hoping he doesn't draw the start and make things a little better for us because I'd rather play 
Burks and quickly a lot more than I would play uh, Peyton, and that's where I would lean to. But again, we'll see. that All that might be for not if Derrick Rose is ready to go. But that's pretty much where I'm looking at on this team. Uh, the point guard position and uh, some Randall, depending on the status of everybody else, of, of all these other stars. On the next game of the docket, it is the fourth game. Uh, it is the first game at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it is the Suns at the Spurs. On the injury report, for the Suns, we have uh, Cam Johnson, Abdel Nader as out, and DeAndre Jordan, or I said DJ before, DeAndre Ayton as questionable. On the Spurs, we have a laundry list of people out. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, Trey Lyles, Jakob Pertl, Luka Simonic, Derek White all out. DeJounte Murray, Rudy Gay, both questionable. Uh, we'll start with the Suns. And, I mean, with <laughs> the Spurs are locked into the 10 seed. The Suns could still realistically get the 1 seed. Uh, but that's going to be tough because they need the Jazz to lose. And they need to win both games against the Suns. They play, uh, this is a rematch uh Tomorrow, this is the last game of the season for both of them. They both play each other twice in a row. Uh, so they would just need to beat a resting Spurs and then a possibly rested Spurs. Uh, but the Jazz play the Kings tomorrow, who are already resting people. And that looks like a an easy win, but we'll see. They also play late in the night, uh, the last game of the night. So they'll know if they have to win or not in that one, depending on if the Suns lose one game. The Suns are mainly likely to be locked in as that two seed and all that said uh i'm not really looking to spend up too much for anybody in this matchup um the the spurs are really not playing anybody so this could get out of hand very quickly Uh, but knowing deandre ayton missed a game uh, and he's questionable for this one i'm looking at some of his replacements dario saric Played the last, started the last game, and he's only 3,100. Uh, that's a very solid price tag. He played 31 minutes in the last game. He only brought 21 fantasy points, but he shot 4 of 12. He should shoot a little bit better against mainly backups in this matchup. Uh, and if he gets another start, that's bargain bin. Like Only $100 more than the absolute minimum. So I very much like him. Uh, Jay Crowder, if Aiton misses again, uh, Cam Johnson is already out. Sarge is a guy who... Plays backup, um, backup power forward uh, as well as Tory Craig, but that just ensures more minutes for him in a solid matchup here. So I don't mind going there if you're building more of a balanced uh, lineup here. And then the last guy, if you're really digging again, Frank Kaminsky. If you think this is just going to be a blowout and he sees 20 plus minutes, don't mind it. Obviously, I'd rather just pay $100 and get Sarge, uh, but Kaminsky is for those people that are trying to differ from the crowd there. Uh, not the greatest of plays, but he is a play. <clears throat> On the Spurs side of the ball, uh, whoever's healthy, apparently, is who I'm looking at. Uh, we don't have DeRozan. White's, we know, is out. Pirtle's not playing this one. Uh, Murray probably won't play either. It just makes sense to rest everybody. What? Why not? Um, Lonnie Walker at 4-5 might be the guy on this team. Uh, he's taken double-digit shot attempts pretty much um, five of his last six games. And without all these people here, I expect that to continue. And at only 4,500, uh, with, with it, the people we already know are out, and probably Murray as well, it's a very good price tag. Keldon Johnson might have to play a lot of minutes. Devin Vassell, 3,300, another guy. 
that should play a lot of minutes with everybody out. Um, there's just there's a lot to like here. Um, a lot of bargain bin options that you can take, uh, and those are the, probably the best guys: Walker, Vassell, uh, Johnson, Patty Mills is playing. We know Patty Mills likes to shoot. Uh, that's not not a bad option there too. Um, but we'll see. Drew Eubanks at 3100 with no Pirtle. He's going to start at center. Probably should play 28 plus minutes. Uh, this guy's been a solid permanent guy when he's given the chance. Uh, another very good option. And and those are those are the guys that I, I'm, I'm looking at the most. Uh, we'll see exactly what they put for the starting lineup. But I would expect if Murray does sit, uh, like Patty Mills, Lonnie Walker, uh, Vassell. Johnson and Eubanks, and those are the guys that I'll target the most. Uh, or they might start Trey, jo- uh, Trey Jones over Patty Mills, and that's another solid option there. A lot to like here on the Spurs when you're digging for bargain bin because they are benching everybody on their starting lineup pretty much, as is the next team on the slate. Uh, and the next game is the Boston Celtics at the Minnesota Timberwolves. We do not have a spread for this one. But we have a long injury report. I'll start with the Wolves. Uh, they just have Malik Beasley and Jarrett Culver out. But on the Celtics, they have Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Tristan Thompson, Kemba Walker, Robert Williams all out. Uh, Jason Tatum and Evan Fournier as probable. Uh, but that could likely change at some point because so many people are out. Uh, for this, the Celtics, we'll start with them. They are the away team. Uh, they don't have really anything to play for right now. They can't move up to the 6th seed. They can't move down to the 8th seed. They are locked into the 7th seed where they will host one and potentially two play-in games no matter what. Um, And they play back-to-back games. So uh, I don't know how much they really throw Tatum or Fournier around if they do play. Obviously, if they're playing a full complement of minutes, those are two guys that I will definitely look at. Uh, but I need to hear confirmation before that if I want to put them in cash games. GPP, yeah, because I, I don't mind differing from the field or, or going for a uh, big upside there. But cash games, I need to hear some uh, evidence that they're not going to be playing 25 minutes. Uh, with that said, even in 20, uh, 29 minutes, these guys could bring back value. I mean, the entire team... Walker, Smart, Brown, Williams, Thompson, all out already. So the usage is straight going to Jason Tatum and Evan Fournier. At 9,800 and 6,200, I don't mind taking some chances in GPPs. Again, cash, I'll play it a little bit more safe. But GPPs, I will throw some stabs there. Uh, outside of that, take your pick. You, um, let's see who's starting. Uh, Peyton Pritchard probably starts. Aaron Naismith looks pretty good. Um who do they start at center is going to be the the big question mark. Do they play really small and go Parker? Probably not. Do they start uh, Cornette? Uh, possibly. Um, does Taco Fall play some minutes? That's that's going to be intriguing in the center spot. But I don't really want to go after any of them. We do have rock solid value already that I know of, and I'd rather play Drew Eubanks than any of those three centers that I just mentioned. Um, so I won't really go there, but Pritchard and, and Naismith, maybe if Carson Edwards draws the start, not bad for me. Um, but those first two guys, Pritchard and Naismith, are are solid there at 38 and 37, and other guys that we can dig in. Um, I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't be playing the the front court too much, even though Williams and Thompson are already out. Um, on this slate in particular, we have a lot of value, and we don't need to force some of these value plays. Uh, when there are so many different and better options out there. 
on the other side of the ball, we have the Wolves. And although they have a top three protected pick, uh, if they fall out of the top three, it goes to the Warriors. They're trying to win, and I respect that. They just had the number one draft pick last year in Anthony Edwards. Uh, They want to see how him, Russell, Towns, Beasley play together. Unfortunately, Beasley's been in and out of the lineup. Towns was in the earlier season. Uh, Russell out for a while. But they're starting to get a better look on how this team gels together, and they're playing really well. Uh, And I'm sticking right at the top. Uh, Towns, Russell, Edwards. In this matchup, if they're still going to play rock-solid complement of minutes, those are the three guys that I'm looking at. I and I would put Towns is one of the safer guys to me in the 10K range that we know should be playing a lot. Uh, has a fantastic matchup. Uh, even if the Celtics were healthy in the front court, this is a very good matchup. But now you have no Robert Williams and no Tristan Thompson. Um, Towns is, is – there's not anybody on this team that should be able to stop him. Luke Cornett, Jabari Parker, Taco Fall. Come on. Um some of these guys weren't even on teams. It was very hard for them to stay on a team for a little bit. So Towns is in a money spot here. Uh, Russell's in a good spot, and and Edwards. I like Edwards a bit more than Russell just because we know even in a blowout scenario, if they do take advantage, he's going to be playing. This guy's been playing very well lately. Uh, his efficiency has matched his, his counting stats in the last month or so, two months, and uh, he has some big-time upside. We know it's over 50 points. 60 points is is doable. He did that a couple times. Um, in this matchup, there's really no threat on the other side of the ball. Tatum and Fournier, or Tatum's a solid defender, but those two guys are going to be ha- have to focus so much on offense with everybody out that uh, they, they might not have any energy left for on the defensive end. So Towns, Edwards are very rock-solid plays to me. Uh, don't think I need to go anywhere else because, again, so much value already on this slate, I don't need to force it. All right, and let's jump on over to the last game of the night, the late um, showdown slate with the Heat and the Bucks. So this is a potential first-round matchup. Uh, the Bucks are the three-seed currently, and we have the five-seeded uh, five Heat who are tied with the um, Knicks, who are the six seed, and a half a game back from the Hawks, who are the four seed. So uh, both these teams want to play. The Bucks could potentially get the two seed, and the Heat definitely don't want to be the six seed. Um, all that said, we have a spread for this one. Uh, it is a whopping 232 game total, and the Bucks are five-and-a-half-point home favorites. On the injury report, we just have uh, Victor Oladipo out and Kendrick Nunn questionable for the Heat and nobody for the Bucks. Uh, We'll start with the Heat. They are the away team. And I'm just going to try and stick to the top and get as many big guys as I can. I, I like Butler, Bam. Um, with If none doesn't play, Drogic makes a lot of sense. You can even put him in your captain spot. Uh, and then two cheaper guys to, to fill out your lineup, Duncan Robinson, who hasn't had uh, great success against the Bucks this year, did do pretty well in the playoffs last year against them, um, and Trevor Ariza, two guys that we know are playing uh, – two guys that can shoot the ball and if the shots fall that's that's a, a way that we can beat the the um the bucks uh in two games against the bucks so far duncan robinson is just three of eight shooting uh on average and all of those shots have been threes so if he can get some threes to fall 
especially if he's going to take near double digit attempts at 5k for a, a util player. Now that's Brock solid. Um, can't ask for much if you're loading on your lineup, but we know he's going to be playing a lot of minutes and he's going to be taking a lot of threes. And that's usually where we can get the bucks if we get them. Uh, and likewise for Trevor Ariza, he hasn't played the bucks yet this season because he didn't play on the thunder. Uh, but he's been playing pretty well lately, bringing back near value and everybody's priced up in a showdown slate. We know that. So if you don't hit 5X, uh, it's not the end of the world, but Trevor Reza is even on this price price up slate lately. Um, and then we know Butler, Adebayo um, are two really good options, and Drogic is an enticing option to me if uh, none doesn't play. I'd, I'd prefer him over Robinson and Ariza uh, for just a couple hundred extra more. But uh, if none does play, I still will probably have him in my lineup, but it wouldn't be... To uh, I wouldn't feel great about it. On the other side of the ball, same thing. I want to stick to the top, but I do like Holiday. I think he's the best point-per-dollar guy here. Uh, Bam is a very good defender on Giannis. Obviously, Giannis still gets his, but he makes him work for it. And he his numbers against the Heat are generally down compared to everybody else. Uh, so I don't want to pay up for Giannis if I don't have to. If I can fit him in my lineup, yeah. I'm not going to put him in my captain because uh, that just costs way too much and you don't have a lot of room to play with to get everybody else. But um, I do like Holiday uh, at 9600 uh, as your util. Um, I'm just going by utility prices. 9600 it's a solid price tag. He's had a pretty good couple games against the Heat already. Uh, he's averaging 41 fantasy points against them. Um, again, everybody's price tag's higher in a showdown, so... Uh, what you're looking for back is not necessarily what you'd look for in a regular tournament. Uh, but Holiday, to me, makes the most sense on this team. DiVincenzo has had good success against this team as well. Uh, and he's he's a fairly cheap price tag at 6400 I like him. And then, yes, Giannis would be my, my third guy here. Uh, it's going to be hard to fit him in your lineup. But if you can, sure, he's probably going to score the most points on this team. In this game, uh, he just costs a lot of money, and the matchup is tough because Bam is one of the best defenders in the league, and he puts a little extra something every time he does play Giannis. And uh, we saw in the playoffs, we've been seeing this year, he makes it tough on him. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. <clears throat> and that does it for uh, our Saturday slate, the second-to-last slate of the regular season. Uh, tomorrow's slate is going to be a whopper for everybody because we have everybody um, we'll see how that goes it's going to be going to be intense uh, but before i go I'll, I'll throw out a couple tier guys um, my favorite uh, expensive guy and right now i'm just going by who's officially in and, and who's not in uh, but right now i think towns is my favorite guy to spend up for i know he's going to play a lot of minutes Boston has absolutely nobody in the front court. Uh, Luke Cornett, Taco Fall, Jabari Parker. One of those guys is likely to start at center today. And that's, uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, for my mid-range guy, there are quite a few guys. I, I think mid-range is, is where I like to uh, play with here. But I'm going to go with Drummond. Uh, we might not have Sabonis. And if there's no Sabonis, there's no – and possibly no Drummond. I mean, no AD, uh, the other AD, Anthony Davis. And if there's no of those guys, 
who's going to be battling Drummond on the boards um, himself probably. So I think Drummond's just going to have a big game on the boards, and that's where I would love to go to at 6-6. If Sabonis and AD play, I'll probably – I still like him, but he, he, I don't know if he'd be my favorite. But right now he's looking like a smash play for me uh, as well. And then value play, I mean, take your pick. There is a lot of value to be had on this slate, uh, but I'm just going to go with who's who I know is officially out, and I think Drew Eubanks makes a lot of sense right now at near minimum value. Uh, we know the Spurs are pretty much resting everybody, Pirtle included, and I can go there um, pretty confidently. He should play 28-plus minutes uh, in a solid matchup. We might not have eight on the other side as well, and uh, he's looking good right there. But there is a ton of value to be had on this on this slate, and it's just going to continue to open up and open up as the day goes on. Again, I'm recording this super early in the morning, uh, so things are going to change. But we'll get an official injury report, an official who's in, who's out, and where we go from there. But a lot to like as of right now. And thank you guys for joining us. Again, this is our second to last day of the regular season. The next time you guys hear me, it will be in a play-in game. Uh, we don't have the official play-in schedule as of yet. We'll figure that out soon. Uh, they'll send it to us. Um, but thank you guys for joining us. To, we will catch you again tomorrow. It'll be Mike and our new special guest who will be on Saturdays. I'll let him introduce himself tomorrow. But again, thank you guys for joining us. Have a great day, and good luck in the playoffs or in the last couple days of the regular season. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.